Hello and welcome to Don't Feed the Geeks, presented by the Long Island Comet Guys, the masters of the geeky verse. Well, welcome back, geek freaks. We have an awesome episode for you today. Uh, joined, joining me today, as always, is JJ. What's up, guys? And Toy Story. Hello, everyone. All right. So, like I said, we Woo. have a great uh, episode today. We are. Everybody sounds so pumped today. Yeah, I'm pumped. Let's get <laughs> let's get this done. Let's, let, let's Do get it. people talking about geek culture, talking and listening. Uh, we are interviewing I, local artist Lula Lucas. Um, you know, we've known her for a while now. We've uh, seen her at shows. Hopefully, we can see her at shows again someday soon. Uh, but before we get to that interview, uh, we are going to jump into the Geek Beat. Uh, Toy Story, do you want to take it away? Yeah, lots of good news in the last couple of weeks. So first of all, I don't know if this was just recently announced or it's been news for a while, but it's happening this week as this episode comes out. So obviously no San Diego Comic-Con this year because of COVID, but they're going to be doing something called San Diego Comic-Con at home. So what they're essentially doing is they're going to have over 350 virtual panels spread out over the five-day period from Wednesday to Sunday. So they'll all be at different times and people will be able to watch them live on YouTube. I don't know if they're live or pre-recorded, but they'll, they, they each have like a time. It's probably a mix. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of stuff apparently. Yeah. I feel like everybody's kind of jumping on that bandwagon now. Everyone's following uh, at elite. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and at con now. Yeah. DC's doing something similar on their own. I think Marvel, Marvel's supposed to be, like it was like they were either going to do it, they weren't going to do it. Now they are going to do a panel at San Diego. Is that mm-hmm. the story? That I don't know, actually. Yeah, I thought I heard something like that. Yeah, but and, they, they they're, got, and they're they, actually doing like, and they're doing exclusives too. Like they're selling exclusives. To they're this? still doing those, right? I guess everything that they were going to still. Yeah, yeah they got they got to cool. try to do what they can. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I should be interesting. Great idea. I, I didn't look at the list yet of um, panels, but at 350. I mean, there's going to be a lot. I'm sure, like Dark Horse and all the co- big companies are doing stuff. I'm sure I'll see about it. I'll, I'll see it on uh, on social media. Yeah, of course we will. <laughs> I know, I know, I'll, I'll just say now, I know that my our, one of our local guys is uh, on a panel. Uh, Billy Tucci, he's got, he's got a panel going on for that. For is that? She? Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. That is it for she? So. Yeah, for that whole thing. So, it's, it's very exciting. Nice. Right. We'll see how that goes. All right, next up, this is big news for a lot of Star Wars fans. So Disney announced that Star Wars Bad Batch is going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. Careful with the pronunciation there. Oh, I was very careful. <laughs> I don't cuss. I have a, I'm, a, I'm a Catholic boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Star Wars Bad Batch is going to be a new animated series based on the Bad Batch clone, clone Trooper uh, guys from Season 7 of the Clone Wars. Was it good? No, Bad Batch meaning they're good clone troopers or bad clone troopers. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay, so they're like, um, Jim. How would you describe them? They're like they're like a they're like a a ragtag misfits. So they're the misfits of, but they're misfits, but they're like experts in certain whatever field that they're an expert for. So they so were like of, um, they're, they're like they're re, they're reject they're reject yeah, rejects. clones <laughs> yeah that form of their own squad exactly. Um, but are they Pretty loyal to the empire cool. or no? No, they are. No, they're uh, loyal to the empire. Okay. They're, they're still a, a squadron within, you know, a detachment with, with the empire. Well, this takes place I, after, I, after like order 66 and all that. So I don't know if they're going to be, you know, if they were, um, what do you call it? Brainwashed into staying with the empire or if they're going to be like, you know, Rex. Yeah. You know? 
It's, I'm curious, you know, you'd be a fool. When you, when you saw this, you'd be a fool if you didn't realize that this was going to come out. Like, yeah. I, as soon as I saw these guys, I'm like, oh, this is going to be, they're going to yeah. come out with their own standalone because mm-hmm. it's a perfect opportunity to bring this out. And something I read today was this, this series is supposed to fix a little, some of the holes or fix some of the storyline that's been going, you know, that's already passed. So I'm curious to see how they're going to play that out. Cool. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I mean anything, those guys were great. Anything Dave Filoni's in charge of, I'm okay with. He's amazing. And this is going to star, it's, it's going to start D. Bradley Baker entirely because I think he plays every character, every clone. So great. <laughs> it's just going to be him. He's going to a lot of work. Yeah, I think this is great. I think this is a perfect series that they're going to do, and I think they're going to just blow it away. TC, you didn't watch if season they can keep seven, it, right? Oh yeah, you should or at least catch that six. up. I mean, if they, if they, if they keep it as the same art and everything, I'm hoping that it still stays in that same, same direction. So, yeah. so those characters yeah. specifically came out of season seven. Yeah, so they were, season seven they were was like, art orchestrated so they could do this show. Well, there were so season was, seven had three arcs. The first arc was Bad Batch. The second one was the Sisters, which wasn't good. And then the third arc was the big, you know, Order sixty six thing that took place during episode three that everybody was freaking out about. You should at least watch those. I'd like, I'd like to know if that if they have if they've already if, did they realize when they when this came out that they were going to put a series or was this you know brought on by the fans? Yeah. No, not not something I, that would be announced this quickly. That's the thing. It's a it's a little yeah. bit quick since it was announced. So like if it was like a while from now and then it got announced, I could see that. But yeah, or if the release date was in like three years, but it's next year. So yeah, yeah. Whatever. I think it's great. I'm so excited for these guys. Yeah, I'm excited. Jumping to more Star Wars news or heavy rumor that sources confirm to be true. We all know what that means. But again, I think this is for like the fourth time in the past year that Hayden Christensen is reportedly signed on to reprise his role of Anakin Skywalker in the upcoming Kenobi series, if that ever comes out. I know you're excited about this. Yeah, was that... <laughs> all right, I, I'm just going to do something else. You guys can talk about that. Yeah, Jim, this was... <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, I know it's a rumor right now, and I know that there was a rumor like he was supposed to be in the last movie, and he never mm-hmm. was. I know his voice was. I, I'm, you know, I hope it's, I hope the rumor's true. Yeah. But you know, you got to take that as a rumor. Yeah. Um, so what they're saying is that apparently the deal was like the deal signed, and that they were planning to announce it at Star Wars Celebration, which was obviously canceled. So that's yeah. where this leak is leak is coming from. I'm, I'm curious to see what direction they go with him on this. Yeah, I feel I like mean, it I would either that, be. I think this, flashbacks or dreams or something you know because they're big on the dreams in star wars and the visions yeah so uh, let's hope something happens to that because it i'd like to see him back in into this role yeah definitely. i actually like you know i liked him as you know anakin evil anakin yeah evil anakin at three not, not sappy love story anakin i killed them <laughs> all right, TC, all right let me look, turn you can look back, back on again. here yeah I'm right, let's get Grant. back in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Umbrella Academy season two. It's going to be premiering on Netflix on July 31st, just a few short weeks away. Yeah, my wife just um, finished watching season one. I watched a little bit of it again with her. And, uh, Did you like it? Helped it? Me, it helped me refresh. I think so. Um, we also recently watched um, the other thing on Netflix, uh, The Order. That was pretty good. It was like, um, you know, like I gave it like a six five uh, grade on our on our DFTG um, account. It was good. Like I had good action. I mean, some of the story could have been developed a little bit more, but I mean, other than that, like it was, it was entertaining, you know, Charlize Theron, 
is in it. They had a, everyone actually performed really well. Um, My favorite was uh, well, I don't remember any of their names. The kid who went back in time. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, jumped, into the, I... I, I jumped into the order. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. No, um, but yes, um, yeah, that kid was definitely my favorite too. Him and uh, him and liked um, Diego number two a lot yeah. too. Sorry, I think about uh, the order. I like Diego. Yeah, I think my wife was a big fan of um, uh, Klaus. That was her favorite. She thought he was hilarious. But, yeah, I'm excited for the Umbrella Academy too. I thought, you know, I knew nothing about it when I first saw, you know, finish season one. But I can so tell it's, you, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And the order, I didn't, I didn't see the order yet. I just put that on my uh, my list this morning to yeah. to watch. Did that just come out? So that should be pretty good. Uh, recently, I, I think yeah. it just it's came, like it's like the yeah. number one thing on Netflix right now. That's very cool. Man, and it was a graphic novel, right? The order. I think it was a graphic novel. Are you talking I, about I don't know nothing about. It. It looks looks pretty good. Do you mean Old Guard? Sorry, yes, I made a mistake. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what is the order? <laughs> yeah, apologies. Yeah, no, Old Guard. It's an image series. Yeah, that's what I thought. Greg Rucka. It's very good. Cool. So, so something else I wanted to bring up. I know it's in the news. I know we don't have it on here. Um, mm-hmm. JJ had mentioned it uh, the other day, but they have some a character named Adam Smasher, who I'm sure like people who are who've been into comic books know this for years. Um, but he's going to be in. Uh, the Black Adam movie. I don't know if he's good or bad, but the guy I see, uh, Noah Centineo, who's playing him. When I clicked on that, I was like, "Why does that name sound familiar?" He's also supposed to be in this like massive universe movie. Whenever, if ever, that was supposed to happen, because he was supposed to be He Man. But um, yeah. So oh, really? Some some guy I don't know named Adam Smasher is supposed to be in Black Adam. Yeah. We didn't do any I, research. I looked on him that, up. So we still don't know who he is. <laughs> Yeah, I looked him up last night. I have no, I've, I've never seen him in any movie. No, I, I know that. I've like, never even heard of the Adam Smasher. That's I think he's character. relatively new. Like he's like an up and coming yeah. guy. I think after this Shazam, he, a Black Adam thing. And you're saying he's supposed to be He Man? He's supposed he to be, like but that guy. movie's been in in defunct for a while. What's that? Developmental hell. Yeah, that he looks like a little guy. I, I think he he's probably He-Man. bulking up. Well, let's, I hope uh, he he's the only person that. that was cast for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, cool. All right, next. All right, All so right. more, more Netflix stuff, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Usagi Yojimbo, you you had you added this right. So there's gonna be a new CGI animated series set in that world called Samurai Rabbit: yeah. Usagi Chronicles. Currently in development. Oh, cool. Sounds cool. I know nothing about Usagi Ujimbo, full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about it either. I know it's a rabbit so, with a memory sword. My what first, do you need? My first um, thing that I had with him was he was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the cartoon back in the 80s. So I think they crossed over earlier on. Oh, the I character think it was? was? Part, yeah, because I think he was originally part of Maram as well. Like when oh, I didn't the know that. comic books were... At Mirage, I think Usagi started there for a little while. Oh, that's cool. So he was original. He was he was in the animated series, like in it for a couple episodes. And I thought it was really cool. I had the toy, <laughs> um, but I never read the comic books. I, I think I do want to go back and read them because uh, I, I I know um, Bojo says great things about them. Have you guys ever read the oh, original uh, the, the TMNT Mirage stuff? 
No, I heard that's I fantastic too. It's really it's super dark. <laughs> like the first couple like issues, it's crazy. Oh, that's cool. All right, so so let's talk about some. Uh, we have some comic book news here, right? For once. yeah, so Boom comic Studios book news on comic book podcast. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> All right, so Boom Studios, that's one of my crazy. favorite independent studios right now. They're going to be releasing a prequel to Dune, which is um, which is a book. It's a sci-fi book from the seventies. Obviously, movies coming out supposed to be coming out this year. I don't know if that's happening, but um, it's going to be a prequel called Dune House of Treaties. And it's going to be set as a lead up to the to the book and the movie. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just advertising. Advertising while I'm talking. <laughs> so they're coming. So they're coming out with. You said it was a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel to the book. Um, that's cool. I'm uh, I'm yeah, actually excited just... about that because I never. I'll repeat. You cut off a little. Yeah. No, we didn't hear you. All right. I. I just, I just tried watching the movie again, the one with Sting in it, and it just I got I think I got like a half hour into it. And I was like, I can't watch this right now. I never I, seen I gotta, it. I got to move on to something different. I read it's the, such a tough movie I read to watch. The, I read the book earlier this year, and that was I. It was I liked it, but it was really tough to get through. I found it. It was it's, like I haven't read the. I would imagine the movie. The movie is probably just the yeah. same as the book. I'm still in the middle of Lord of the Rings, and it's more dense than that. I felt. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings gets pretty dense. Yeah. My, so a guy, a, a friend that I worked with, he was telling me that um, the Dune series gets like really like political, and it goes into like a lot of political warfare and speak and stuff like that. It does. Just, yeah. He's like, it's it's tough. He's like, I find that interesting. He's like, but I don't think everyone does. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of yeah. sequels cool. too. Maybe I didn't I'll realize. Yeah, I did hear that as well. Yeah. And you, right, you said that's talk- coming out. Boom, boom, boom is doing that. Boom, yeah, boom does some awesome stuff. They're the ones who do something that's killing the children, and uh, once in future. Yeah, I don't, I don't read a lot of boom books. That's, that's yeah, they're really, cool. they're really good. I think they did the, um, the Big Trouble in Little China uh, series yes. too. They yeah, did. That was good. Yep. It was good for a yep. while. I read it, and then it got kind of got a little too ridiculous. So I yeah. stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so also, I think I just heard this today, so this would have been when, when we're recording about three days from when you're listening to this, but um, he, at least I saw that Sean Gordon Murphy, Mateo Scalera, Scalera, uh, Scalera. on um, the White Knight series, they announced that um, they're doing a spin-off of the White Knight storyline with uh, Harley Quinn, which, I, you know, it's funny. I actually really liked Harley's character in those. I don't know if you guys have read the White Knight stuff. It's you recommend them? Uh, I mean, it's very close to, to the long Halloween. Like, I like probably as much as I enjoy the long Halloween, those series. So, so far they did White Knight and then The Curse of the White Knight. Both I thought were really good. I, I'd have to read both of them, like, back to back to really tell you if one was better than the other. But I really enjoy them a lot. I might have to check them out. So I, know, I, ne- I never picked up see, any of them. Uh, more of this version, like... They're really good. Like those are like books. Like you know, you know, I've been going through stuff to sell. Like I'm not selling any of my white knights. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. I might have to read Very some cool. of those before it comes out. Yeah. All right. Well, that was awesome. Um, we flew through that. We're gonna. Yeah. Well, we 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 felt like we had to. I feel like we're we're juiced up tonight. We're revved yeah. up, ready to yeah. go. Let's hope oh! it stays. We're going to bring that energy to our interview with uh, Lula Lucas. So you'll be hearing that next. 
All right, Geek Freaks, today we'd like to welcome to the show our friend and local upcoming artist, Lula Lucas. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. How's everything going by you? Good, good. Really uh, had had a lot of time to draw for the last couple of months. (laughs) A lot of projects (laughs) going on, secret projects, so doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. We're, We're very excited to talk to you. So have, we like to start off all our interviews by, by getting our guests' origin stories. So kind of how you got into, whether it be comics or like whatever geek culture you're into, you know, what was it growing up that attracted you to all of this? How'd you start becoming an artist? You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess I started drawing when I was about five years old, um, just doodling. And, and my mom would buy me all those uh, Disney um, movies with the real cool covers and I would just kind of like play around and draw them and uh, I continued drawing here and there and I was always the kid that was pretty good in class so um, you know I had a lot of friends that love my art um, growing up in Brooklyn it was uh, very helpful to survive in Brooklyn you know during those times being the kid that could draw you know because I wasn't really um, like everyone else I, didn't, I wasn't really good at sports so um, it was very hard to fit in. Um, but yeah, growing up, it was uh, always something that I wanted to do. And then life gets in the way. Um, and and just, I, I kind of just drew here and there. But um, I really got into comic books because my brother, he um, introduced it to me for the first time by buying a copy of The Death of, of uh, Superman. Um, so I was you know, hooked. And then I started to buy comics like, um, for example, Todd McFarlane's Venom. That was what I remember purchasing that, you know, that was a big deal to me. Um, so I got in a little here and there. And then uh, Michael Turner is what when I, you know, when he started to come out and um, all those splash pages and, and I don't know, it was just a game changer for me. So I'd always uh, buy his comics. And then I kind of like drifted off for a while for a good 10 years. Um, and then I started to come back into this recently uh, about, I guess it was 2018. I met you, um, TC, I, I met you there at Symbion Con. That was the first convention mm-hmm. I, I was ever at. And oh, wow. um, I didn't know that. that yeah. was the first, any convention, like even just as like a fan, that was the first time. Cause I always had fear of um, being around crowds and, and, uh, you know, just had a had a little bit of trouble um, speaking to people. And even though I'm in marketing full, full time, it was always a fear of mine to um, be able to speak and, and talk to people. It's yeah. part of the artist brain, you know, you're always a little afraid, um, a little <laughs> vulnerable, so. When it's your own stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, yeah. I got over it quick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> After Indian Con, I, I started to get really out of my shell Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I, my artwork also progressed rapidly because I started to feel comfortable and confident. And I started to improve my skills by digging deeper and going into my digital art, um, um, you know, improving that way as much as possible. So, wow, nice. so do you do most- actually a good community. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really I was going to say, it's a, yeah, for, especially when you have like those sort of feelings, there's a lot of support out there usually. For like yes. people who are, you know, yeah. And NBM Con was exactly the perfect element for me because it was just independent artists. There was no one yeah. 
like a rags Morales next to me. You know, there was no one very <laughs> powerful and yeah. seasoned. So um, it was great to start off that way. And I met a lot of great people at that event and I still speak to them. I'm still friends with them. Um, so it, it, it was remarkable to, to just start there and then now look where I am in such a short period and I'm so grateful for it. And it has a lot to do with just not giving up, you know? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize you had started in 2018. That's incredible. August of 2018 yeah. is when I went into my, um, my friend's comic book shop. His name is Bill. You know him. He's from Genesis Comics and gaming yep. oh, um, yeah. so his yeah. shop was new and i went in there and i started to uh, the reason why i went in there first of all because it's been a while for me to even walk into a comic book shop was because i saw adelso corona um his art he draws live a lot so um i saw him drawing the um batman who laughs and i was like wow this is so cool this is so interesting you know, and I walked into the comic book shop and I, and I asked Bill, I was like, do you have anything on him? You know, I see this new character and he gave me um, one of the books that, um, that Debt Metal, sorry, I forgot which name, which one it was, but um, so he was hot back then. And then I saw artwork on his, you know, shelf and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. He's like, yeah, it's a local artist. Um, and it was a joker. Um, a Heath Ledger Joker and I bought it and he said and I started to explain to him that you know I always wanted to draw and, and get into this and he's like well NBNCon is happening in two weeks you should definitely do it and I you know just get your stuff ready and I contacted the person the promoter that uh, that made that event and he said yeah just give me all your stuff and I'll print it out for you so in two weeks I was able to kind of just get some things together and get some of my old artwork together too um and and have something to display in, in a short period of time so awesome. yeah wow. it, was, it was it was intense and so after that um i met um so many people from there i met utc i met jimbo slice and then i just started to continue to to rapidly grow after that and um you know, I, I don't, I don't plan on stopping <laughs> anytime soon. We'll see great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and, and, and it's ironic and it's ironic. You're, you're from Brooklyn. So, I mean, all great things come from Brooklyn, right? I mean, we had the Captain America's from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, and, it's true. Know, so yes. It fits into the whole story and origin story. Yeah. We're, we're tough cookies, you know? <laughs> so, well, that's so, basically it. So you're I'm, mostly. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, so you're mostly self-taught, right? Yeah, and I'm and I'm very aware of that. Like I always tell people that I'm I'm self-taught, so I, I see a lot of the raw emotion in my in my in my art, you know, and, and I, I know I could be better. I so that's what I'm trying to say is that I, I definitely have a lot of room for improvement. I'm no I'm no way trying to say I'm anywhere close to some of these amazing artists that I have the fortune to sit next to like when i was at suffolk comic art expo um the first one um i was sitting next to rags morales and i was just i was so lucky to, do, to be able to sit next to him and how about the fact that i had an identity crisis and i brought it with me in hopes that i might be able to go and see him at some point and i wound up sitting next to him <laughs> for him i to remember that because that's the first time i saw i saw yeah. you 
oh my god i was so uh, and he gave me so many pointers and he yeah. he like he, he's a good you know, guy to talk here to all day behind the <laughs> table you you get to talk to them and, yeah. and they want to help you i'm so supportive i met chris okay. for the first time chris gave me his marker um Chris is so funny. I couldn't believe that he's so young and he drew um, a cover for the Max, the Max and the Batman when that yeah, came out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you're such a baby. You weren't even born when the Max came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's great. I still talk That's to true. him. You know, I, I, I reach out to him whenever I have a question about stuff and he helps me out in one second. He's so amazing. Yeah, that's what's amazing about yeah. this this community, the, the yes. comic book artists. Yeah, they're extremely helpful. And of course, there's going to be some that are kind of like, oh, they'll come look at your stuff when you're not at your table kind of people. And that's okay, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hey, it's part of it. But most yeah. of them really are um, supportive, extremely supportive. That's awesome. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So even though you were self-taught, did you have any like mentors um, as you were, you know, practicing your art over the years, whether it was in the beginning or just even over the last two years? Um, I did, and a very famous one. Um, <clears throat> I was very fortunate when I was younger to have known through another person, um, Joe Casada. So um, he, you know, when I was when I was super young, um, through a mutual friend, he. Um, he actually had lunch with me to to go over my portfolio and it was really scary to show wow. him my stuff and i showed him my snake eyes which you guys have i'm sure you've seen before right <laughs> yeah. so i showed him that the, the actual pencils of it and it was a study i don't remember what the artist who the artist the, the actual art because this was like 20 years ago you know mm -hmm. so um i don't remember who it was but it was a study and it was all graphite pencil with very little amount of ink on it um, and when he was opening up my portfolio and he was looking through it, he actually stopped at that page and that was frightening to me. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and he, he said, I do have talent. You know, he, he said, you really do have talent, but you need the discipline. You need to go to, um, I believe, uh, Qbert comic book school. Um, so that was a long time ago. And at the time I was very young and, and I was already living on Long Island for me to go to all the way to Jersey, you know, it, it was just impossible. Yeah. So I got my life started here on Long Island cause I'm originally from Brooklyn and, and I just moved from, from there to, you know, start my career and, and life happens, you know, it, it's part of it. But now I'm at a point where I can kind of like come back and return to that and pursue um, pursue my passion, you know, what really lights my fire. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's more than a hobby. I, I hope you understand the difference of yeah, like we a, do. an artist oh, yeah. and oh, a yeah. hobby. And now it's starting to move in towards a little bit more professional. And, and I think I'm ready for it at this yeah. point. You know, I wouldn't be ready at, at 24. No way. I was, yeah. I was so timid and shy and, and, you wouldn't be able to get me on camera right now, so it would be worthless. Waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Listen, so. even if it took a long time, this if if it helped you, you know, that time helped you grow into a person that you feel like you could do this stuff, you know? It's worth exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and I on and then last year I reached out to him again and I said, you know, I'm going to be in the city, would you consider having lunch with me again? And this was right before um Phil's Suffolk Comic Art Expo, the, the first one, um, 
and he gave me some pointers because now I'm getting into the digital world. So he's seen my artwork traditional and then I started to show him my digital stuff. I showed him my Batman and um, the Catwoman, the one that says um, hell here, right? Or, yeah. or with mm -hmm. the light, you know, um, that, that throwback. Um, so I showed him that and it's like, oh my God, I'm showing him DC stuff right now. It's terrible. I should be showing him. <laughs> you know? He worked for them too, so don't worry. Yes. <laughs> and it was right after Venom and I was so excited to see Venom because I'm getting back into this world. And yeah. he's like, how was it? I was like, it's really good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he gave me some pointers. Um, and uh, I wound up, after meeting with him, I felt really inspired. So. I drew the Heath Ledger that I blended into the Killing Joke. So, and yeah, that, that awesome. one really was a big hit at Phil's show because it was like everyone was buying it, kids, yeah. older people, um, because a lot of the kids know it from the animated version. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. so, so it's, at the it's fan art, you know, and people yeah. like that stuff. So. Yeah. So at the conventions, were oh, you yeah. were you just selling like the the prints and stuff you did, or were you doing art at like commissions at the shows? The first few that I did, no, I couldn't draw in person. It was very scary, and and grasshoppers actually broke me out of that fear of, of drawing in front of people. Mm -hmm. um, because when you're drawing for a charity and for the chance of people coming in and buying more raffles it changes everything you don't care you yeah. want to just make them you know entertain not entertain them but you know just give them something that um will hopefully make them want to buy more raffles and support you know yeah so it's more meaningful Inspire them. yeah oh my god yeah. i love doing that i hope they ask me <laughs> to do it every year <laughs> really love doing it and i i didn't so realize that was the first time you did in person commissions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a baby in this. Really. This is so weird. <laughs> this is so, so weird for me. And, and um, that's why I, I really am trying my best to, to, to improve and yeah. uh, get, get as far as I can, you know, yeah, I think Not it's really important to always want to learn more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to like, master. Yeah, like even I'm sure like you get to the level of like Jim Lee or some of these people, you still always want to, you know, better yourself, oh. even if you're at that point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about how Jim Lee um, had to learn, you know, Procreate. Procreate is part is the program that I use mm -hmm. on my iPad. It wasn't around all the time. I'm sure you, I've seen him draw on it and it's, yeah. it's fun. He's been drawing since the 90s. There's no way you had that back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, and he's great at it. It's just yeah. natural, you know. So now that you do a lot of digital work, do you prefer that over traditional or do, are they just too different to even compare? You know, it's funny. Sometimes I catch myself because when I'm, I'm so into the digital part of it, um, there's a two finger tap that you could do on the iPad mm -hmm. that undo that, that that's like your undo. And I do that sometimes on my paper when I'm drawing and I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody saw that, they'd be like, what are you doing? So, um, just, just thinking, just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what I prefer better. It really depends on what I'm drawing. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Um, no, if I'm doing something super detailed, like right now I'm doing a commission, um, 
which is really cool. Uh, Voodoo, I'm doing. Remember her from Wildcats? It's like the big furry boots. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm doing one of her. And, like, I love the shading that I have to do to make her really pop and her hair yeah. and um but yeah like stuff like that I could I could really I, I really get into drawing traditionally um but yeah the digital part is it's a it's a whole different world um you're you could do anything with it you know and you could really get lost in it too so um so if I get a commission that you know, I, I know it's going to take me about four hours to do drawing traditionally. Um, I try to, to stick to that because digitally I may go overboard and I'm like, Oh, I want to do this. Ad. It's because you could do something back do more, there. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you get lost and you end up making $5 an hour, you know, so <laughs> you have to really be disciplined, you know, but I always go above and beyond yeah. when anything I do, I, I have so to. So, so what do you like to use? So what do you like to use when you're doing just normal drawing? Do you use markers? Do you use what are they called? The the, the um, Copic pencils, watercolors, yeah. or? Uh, well, I have a bunch of Copics. I have a lot of those. These are very expensive, yeah. and I, you know, little by little, I, I add to my collection. Um, like for sketch covers, I'll use that. Mm -hmm. um, if I, it depends on what the commission. Some people, especially these collectors they'll ex explain to you in detail what they want. They want a three quarter like what they bust. want you to even use, right? Yeah. <laughs> three quarter bus, pencil only. I'm a pencil guy. So, you know, and I get it, yeah. you know, they have their thing. Um, but it's funny I, because some things look really cool with just pencils. Something's really cool with just inks. And then you just want something's color. It's just the picture you have in your mind. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. That makes my job easier, you know? Yeah. If you're going to cut it in you, the thinking part, you know, you're going to cut that down. Yeah, because I'm sure if, like, you're just given a vague, you know, I want a Spider-Man or something, <laughs> you have to decide how, you know, how you think is the best way to draw that, right? Yeah. And you might yeah. not know yet yeah. until you start. <laughs> Any Anyone that asks me Spider-Man, I say no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a spider <laughs> person. I'm that's I'm one of those guys where I say, surprise me. Just do it. Just wow. Draw me an Aquaman and surprise me. And you know, okay. I've I've gotten some pretty good ones out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I and that's cool. I, I like those too because then it's like, oh, you can do whatever you want, have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite type of character to do? I love drawing the Joker. He, you know, he's my favorite. Um, anyone that asks me to draw a Joker, I'm like, yes, I'm all over that. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite. Which I love hmm. uh, Heath Ledger. Which, which I do love, yeah, Heath Ledger, I do. But I can do the other ones. Um, yeah. I was, I, I'll show you something that I was playing around with. Sometimes I, I think about um, what would be really cool if someone asked me to do something with the Joker, and I'll show you something really quick. Just like the concepts um, that I was playing around with. And concept art is really, not concept, but you know, like drafting art is like sometimes really my mine is terrible mm -hmm. but i, I kind of just put together like the joker's oh. head of catwoman oh, cool. was holding that's it cool. oh that's you know? that's dark i like that it's really dark <laughs> <laughs> the joker is all my from my brain you know and, and oh that's cool so and that's, that's not great. it looks like a mix of like the old style from like the 80s but yes. like, like devious that's really cool yeah so that's something you know, 
five minutes that I could do just, and then I'll take a photo of that with my iPad, bring it in and, and color it. And, and oh, make, okay. So you yeah. take a picture of like the pencils and then you could color it on the, on yeah. Nice. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw I saw that snake I saw that snake eyes behind you. That See looks him? really nice. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> so so when we're at Indian Con, yeah. Yeah, that that's right. what I had up on my table. Not that exact one, and that yeah. one was given away already. So uh -huh. but yeah. uh, I that, but that's what caught my attention from your work is was that I was like, Oh whoa. I was like, This is really nice. And then <laughs> yeah. that's when, you know, me and Jimbo came over and started talking to you. But uh, yeah, I love that piece. That's one of my favorites that you've done. You got a copy of it, right? I give it away a lot. I so. do. Whatever yeah, you got. I have one of those. I have, I have the the sorceress like eyes yeah. that you did too. I have those. Right. Like I love that piece. I think I got. Um, I have an Ariel and um, a Moana that you did for yeah. my daughter. She she liked those. Yeah. Oh, I remember when you got that. That was, that was awesome. Cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those that was my, at, that, at, um, at the Suffolk show. Yeah. Those are my, my first drawings. I was really working hard, and they probably took about 10 or 15 hours each, and now I can probably do that in an hour. It's <laughs> ama that's amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you learn the tricks, yeah. you know? So That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting there. That's amazing. So are there any series that you're, like, in into right now that have kind of inspired you? Do you still read? I, you know, the only thing that I f finished recently was The Witches. Did you ever read that oh. by Scott? Yeah, I was getting that. As I, I did. It out. was weird. <laughs> I, I just finished that. And I was yeah. like, like, wow. I would have loved to have known him, you know, or, you know, then, like, when it was hot. I would yeah. love to have been in that convention scene then. Because yeah. that, was, that was really, yeah. really he, they keep speculating that they're gonna they're gonna do something with that property. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. Did you know like all of that was like watercolor and stuff? Did you was that, that a, who, was who, that Jock? I think so. Was, did Jock do that? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I didn't I did not know it was all watercolor. Yeah, it was a lot of real traditional art. So that's so cool. You don't yeah. see that in comics anymore. And I, I was like, wow, I love these. I mean, it, it was a mixed medium for sure. Yeah. There was digital in it, but you yeah. know, a lot of it was mixed. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, other than that, I, I have not been really. What about you guys? Are, are you guys excited about anything right now? Um, I read more older stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I got my Marvel Unlimited subscription, so I'll go back and read stuff from, like, the 70s and 80s, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's mostly... I'm excited for, for the me. new... Yeah. The Three Jokers is coming out. I'm excited about that. Saw that. Um, and then cool. they just announced... I don't know if you read any of the... We were talking about it um, earlier, but um, the White Knight stuff by Sean Gordon and Murphy, mm -hmm. that was fantastic. They're doing, like, a Harley Quinn spinoff of that. So I'm excited for that. But I've been catching up on like X-Men from the 90s as well. So uh, <laughs> I think I'm in, uh, I'm almost into 1996 of all X-Men titles. I'm a psychopath. So I'm reading on Marvel Unlimited all the X-Men titles. And what are there like nine X-Men titles going on at a time? Really good. <laughs> it depends. Sometimes, like some months, there's like 12 X-Men books. That's insane. It's wow. Really cool. Pumping it out. Yeah, yeah he's hardcore. <laughs> yeah, 
trying to keep trying trying to stay busy. I I have OCD about like being completed and stuff. Like I read all of Amazing Spider-Man till like I think like maybe like up until 836. So like if I don't like read everything and know everything that's going on, I get like I don't know, like anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know what happened in your storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's intense. Um, so you have a, you have a, uh, a pretty cool um, piece of art work coming out soon, right? Yes, I'm very nervous about it. So let's hear about it. Come on. Here, you know, <laughs> so if you're let's, not let's, let's make the official announcement. <laughs> yes, I've been asked to, um, for, for the first time ever, to do a, a, an exclusive variant cover. Um, and I'm, I'm just so nervous because the next two weeks, you know, I'm trying to, I already have some concepts for it. Um, but it's pretty hard to do a, a cover. There's so much involved, you know, the composition of it. And is that you your time frame? Two weeks? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I work really good under pressure because that's how I painted the Joker. Yeah. Um, you gotta sometimes. In, in two weeks yeah you have to i mean that's how i i'm like a race car driver i i i have to have that pressure to make that precise yeah. move you know or else i mess up um but yeah i was asked to do an exclusive variant cover for vampirella wow that's awesome oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> so you know you? um it's actually gonna be a one shot and the, okay cool i mean the killing joke was a one shot so yeah hey it, you never yeah. know and i think she needs uh some love and and yeah. you know i'm prepared to give a uh my my take on her and and there's there's so many versions so many artists that have done amazing work i i've been really like doing a lot of research so i respect that and i want to i want to study um who who did you know what and obviously Frazetta and um Perillo they are the greatest in my opinion yeah. um uh, uh, her of her adaptation and and I um I totally love that realistic but also fantasy type um style and uh who knows I don't know what I'm gonna actually what type of uh version I I'm even considering possibly painting the cover and doing that um Ooh. it depends <laughs> it depends on what I can do in the next, you know, couple yeah. of days, but, um, so when they ask you to do this, do they give you any, like what they want or do they just say make a variant cover? I have total freedom as long as I keep the essence of her. Wow. That's great. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool because I don't like to, someone telling me, okay, it has to be her and this other person or, yeah, yeah. you know, because then it's like, oh my God, that's two people now. It's, it's too hard, yeah. you know, and I'll, I'll just, <laughs> So uh, having freedom. I'm excited for you. I'm so excited. Thank you. <laughs> That's very exciting. It is. It is. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, I can't explain it. Everyone that I tell, it's like, I can't believe this. This is happening. I started an Indian yeah. con, you know? And That's no small title either, Vampirella. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a big That's title. awesome. Yeah. It's not. And, and she's been around 50 years, maybe more. Yeah. It's crazy. And, 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 I know and a I, lot of, in a lot of groups. And a lot of great artists have done her. So, I mean, this, this puts you up there. Yeah. A lot. Um, uh, Campbell, what's his name? Scott, J. Scott Campbell. He, he did a, a, yeah, he did one. Um, so many artists, so many of the big time. Archer. I think Billy Tucci did one not too long ago, right? He did. <laughs> in fact, 
I've got a page. I've got a page from one of his books with her on it. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. nice, <laughs> nice. So it's my way That's of awesome. stepping into this world. You know, the next step, and and we'll see what happens. I do need to be published, so. Yeah. Um, that's even, no, that's that's the that's the huge step is getting published for the first time, right? For the first time, right? Somebody yeah. believing in you and yeah. supporting you in that way. And the already people, a lot of the shops are already excited about it. Like Royal, they want to have a virtual signing for me. Oh, I'm nice. so excited about that. Like, oh, that's like, awesome. Um, Genesis, they're gonna definitely pre-order. Um, my husband is definitely gonna pre-order. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get them too. Absolutely. Oh, you're very Absolutely. sweet. Absolutely. You're very sweet. Um, actually, you mentioned Billy Suji. I was going through my stuff. I have to show you something. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. So, I, I actually saw a poster that I had on my wall when I was younger, and I couldn't believe, and it's ripped. It's terrible, but I found this, and it was... Nice. Yep. The Wizard. Oh, that's you awesome. See it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, yep. I wish I had this when I was at, you know, Suffolk and Suffolk Hummer Expo. I had to sign it. You know, it's so funny. You, you meet them later on in life. And yeah. The stuff that you had I mean, on your I, wall. I'm actually pretty close friends with him. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. I've only, I've only seen him at tables, and and I've never really gotten a chance to speak to him. Um, unfortunately. I love him because I love him to proud. He always so has a crowd around him, so yeah, I can't bother does. him. I don't know how he draws with he, all the people he talks to all day. My God. Yeah. He, he does a character. He does it. I got to say, did, did I see a stuffed uh, Darkwing Duck back there? Yeah. On the shelf? Wow, yeah. that's a good eye. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, have, uh, I, I saw a purple you... suit and a duck. How did you even see that? <laughs> see I saw it? a purple seed and a duck. <laughs> oh my I love duck and duck. <laughs> I have so uh, fun. I do... remember this guy. I have a lot of like stupid things like that. Oh, Wiley Cat. That is no, Wiley Cat dog. from uh Dog from uh the dog. Oh, no, the dog. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, yeah. L- yes, <laughs> all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. Nice. I have a little shelf with all my stuff and my artwork. Um <laughs> hey, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I have my uh, signed Todd McFarlane artwork that he um, was so nice to to speak to me for a few minutes. It was probably like, the best moment. Of I think I said at New York Comic Con, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were right next to us, right? <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't even gonna go that day. And could you imagine that would have been we? Because obviously there's not gonna be one this year. Um, but like, I almost didn't go, and I wound up meeting Archer, him. Um, so did you show him your art or did you just ask it, like, talk to him? Yeah, I showed him my art. I was oh, like, <laughs> I gave him my card. I gave him my card and, you know, I showed him my, my uh, <laughs> this is a terrible one, but I, I showed him, you know, the Joker, yeah. the Joker and he's like, oh, this is really cool. And then he looked at my name and he's like, Lou, Lucas, that, your name's even cool. <laughs> you know, and I was like, That's here's great. my business card. Take my like i was so Tested. you know courageous at that moment were you on you weren't a, were you online with us when we were online with him yeah she was when you did the poster she was like right next to us yeah oh, I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember i remember yeah i remember you heard you're, yeah. like you're talking to us yeah. for a little bit I oh was, my god she she was so out of it, we did. 
Mm-hmm. I was in a daze trying to get this poster signed. So I, I, I didn't know anybody around me because I was yeah, in such a daze to get this. <laughs> oh, jeez. That must have been incredible. For I, you, I felt the same I was, way. I, I felt the same way you did. I was so excited and so in awe that I was actually going to meet him and have him sign this very special poster for me. Yeah, he, wasn't he nice? He's so and, nice. Oh my god. Yeah, really nice. He, um, I don't know if you've seen that Batman cover he did back in the day with like the crazy looking cape. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar, but for some but reason, the moon, the moon colors, is not yeah, drawn. Right. <laughs> he he colored in. He colored in uh, Matt. He's like, I'm going to fix this now. And he colored it yeah, in. He grabbed oh the yellow, yellow marker and was coloring it. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Was, you got to share a picture of awesome. that. I was like, you can never sell that. I want to get CGC <laughs> yeah. over and be like, right restored by Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. the 300 signed by him, um, Capullo, and Snyder. Nice. So they nice. all signed it. I didn't, gra- I didn't grade it, though. I'm so stupid, but... <laughs> I didn't grade mine either. You're not selling it, right? It's fine. I'm not doing anything with exactly. it. Exactly. I'm a, I'm, a big, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Pearl Jam fan, and he did a, um, he did a Pearl Jam concert, po- he did a Pearl Jam concert uh, poster for Copenhagen back in 2012, and it's a spawn. It's beautiful. It's on our, it's on our Instagram. I'm gonna but, look at um, that. You know, it's I'm writing down. And you, if you hit it with the, you can hit it with the black light, and it glows. And I got him to sign, and he, I, I, his wife was in awe of it. She's like, "Oh my god!" Because they probably don't I'm see that so often, she, stuff like that. No, wow. there aren't yeah. too many of these posters out there. Because even it took me a while to find it. And yeah. it's the only Pearl Jam post I've, I've been to almost a hundred Pearl Jam concerts, and it's the only poster I own. Yeah, you weren't even at that show. <laughs> it it made it made Todd's uh, Instagram. It did, yeah. It did. Wow. I got to look at that. Yeah. I love Pearl Jam, so having that oh. is... <laughs> Huge amazing. fan. Yeah. No, it's amazing you got, to, you got to talk to him. That was someone you've, you've you know, That's idolized cool. forever. And he's writing, you know, on my my uh, my Max. I don't know why I brought that, but I just, I thought it was, you know, because I, 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 I drew the Max and Redem- uh, the Redeemer, you yeah. know, with the wings. Um. So I, I brought that and I was like, oh, maybe he'll sign it. And he wrote, you know, keep up the wonderful artwork on there. And, and that's that nice. Really, wow. Really nice. You know, and I, when I saw him writing that, I was starting crying. I was just oh. like, oh my God, I'm such a, such a punk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm sure any of us would be the same if we were in your place with our heroes, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I couldn't believe that happening. Um, I was very lucky. So that's on my website. Um, those those photos from that day and i'm starting to add you know all the great moments on my journey um with, with everything and um that part of my website it's called lucky girl so, <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> that's cool that's great awesome so now that you're uh, you're going to be a published artist what's going to be next um well i am working with a few other people on my on our own independently owned um comic book so that we had to push back obviously for because of covid you know we were really planning to push this out hardcore this year but obviously it's gonna have to wait yeah um till the convention scene is back up and running um so that would be definitely on the table um and plus getting through a lot of these commissions it's it's hard you know i do i have to, i had to close my list for the first time i'm not even trying to brag but it's a lot of like I have to tell people no. Like, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It really sucks because I don't want to disappoint them either. You know, you have to be responsible and, and time. Yeah. 
some people really don't care they'll they'll wait yeah um, you have to be very as an artist especially um because of social media obviously um you have to be very respectful of people and, and their expectations so yeah yep yeah 100 and that's and that's the right thing to do is just you know telling people like honestly like listen i'll when it when it opens up again you know i'll let you know but right now you know you just don't yeah. have the bandwidth to take any more and I think most people understand. I mean, the people who aren't are just going to complain no matter what anyway. So yeah, you, you can't worry too much about them. <laughs> exactly. And I'm very clear Ooh. about that. Well, yeah. What's the name of the, um, the, the, the self-publication you're working on? Uh, Criminal Tendency. Do you have a name for it yet? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, a friend of mine, his name is Ray Schwetz. He is uh, a writer, an amazing writer. Uh, he wrote this 20 years ago. And um, I told him, you know, Ray, I, I need to, everyone's telling me I need to get better at sequential art. You know, um, I know you're a writer. Why don't you give me your script and maybe I could turn it into something, you know? So um, he said, no problem. And, you know, he's, he wrote more for, for like film. So that's a little bit different compared to comic books, you have to definitely um, downplay it a lot. There's too much detail in, in the film script. So um, so he uh, he asked me to take a look at it. I thought it was great. It's about, it's a detective story and it, it plays, it has a lot of like that 90s feel to it. Um, and I thought it was an amazing story. It's one of those stories where you can really get hooked into it. Um, you know, it's one of those detective stories where, like, he has, like, something haunting him in his past without giving out too much, um, and he's trying to protect um, a, a female that is um, being hunted down by some very bad people, um, and uh, where we're, he's, he's now writing, uh, my friend Ray, he's now writing um, every day now. He went from, like, not writing at all mm -hmm. to getting up 4 30 in the morning and writing these issues and wow he's doing great you know and it's up to like the sixth issue already it's not easy to create <laughs> one issue he's yeah doing, he's up to that point so do any That's of incredible. you write or anything like that dc's now dabbled in drawing yeah. a little bit i think right yeah a little bit here and there but <laughs> I, I i do it for a while and then i i love art like i've loved art since i was little i did draw a little bit when i was younger I was okay. I was never like the greatest in the class, but I've always loved it. And I tried to get into it for a little bit, but then this too much other stuff going on at the same time okay. that I want to do. So yeah. I might get, I, I never, I don't think I'd ever want to do it to like be published, just kind of do it for myself. Yeah. Like yeah. just, you know, it's like, you know, therapeutic, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not, I'm not great. Or even taking some classes and, and, maybe exploring painting maybe it'll you know open yeah. up a different you never know if you enjoy it and you find there you know some, some therapeutic yeah. value I in it one of our buddies is um is an art teacher at saint anthony i was like why don't you just let me come in and take the class he goes you don't go to high school I was like, it's fine. <laughs> so, just let me come in <laughs> you should goes, they would never let you in the building <laughs> oh my god um that's great so do you have a date on uh, when the book's going to come out, when Vampirella is um, supposed to be So released? that is supposedly in September. It'll come out. My deadline is August 7th, okay. so cross your fingers. <laughs> and um, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> the name of the book is, um, oh man, sorry. <laughs> it's uh, the trial, the trial of her soul, I believe. Sorry, <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> but, it's okay, um, close enough. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out the exact title soon. <laughs> trial of the soul. It's a, trial of the soul, sorry. <laughs> so, um, sorry, I get nervous with these things. So. No, please. Um, it is a, definitely a test whether or not she's going to heaven or hell or if she has uh, a soul. So it's a one-shot story on that. And if you have any suggestions, I am open to hearing that. <laughs> because I yeah. love right. that's, a- that's the best part about a variant cover, by the way, is the fact that a local artist or someone that may not be so high level and out of reach um, does, you know, a local artist does have their finger on the pulse of what the fans want. So yeah. if you have something or if you want to reach out to your fans, I am open to suggestions. Right. I, I like that. That's cool. If anyone's listening and they have uh, some suggestions, let us know. It's too much yeah. pressure for me. I can't. I'm sweating already just thinking about it. <laughs> 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 Tell me about I it. I can't imagine how you must feel. You have to draw the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, I got so much going on in my head right now. That's nice. We'll talk about that. That's good. That's good. I love that. I I talked to a few of the comic book store owners that I know, and they already, like, kind of giving me some hints and and tips. And, you know, I I enjoy that, you know, whether it's a tattoo somewhere or, you know, something like that. Or some some saying in the background. That's cool. Um, Yeah. I could play around, especially with my digital skills now. I'm, I'm so much better that I think I'm ready for this, but I'm also really scared. <laughs> Usually so. when you're scared, when you're scared, that means it's a good thing. So yes. yeah, probably when you're going to be able to do your best work. Exactly. Under I pressure. Hope. And when you're terrified, <laughs> I hope, I hope I don't let you guys down for oh, sure. No, no, we don't think so. No, yeah. it's okay. been incredible to see uh, you on this so- journey though, be here now. Yeah. So, so it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and I, I really reached out to UTC because I really wanted to share some good news. You know, I think we all need some of that yeah. a little bit more now than ever, and especially in this community now. Um, anything that's positive, like yeah. I, I go crazy. Like the other day um, I was drawing just for fun, just for fun. Uh, I was drawing the, the new girl uh, punchline and I couldn't yeah. believe it. Um, the guy, What's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Um, Campbell liked it on my Instagram. And oh, wow. Nice. My husband awesome. sees me jumping up and down. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and so, of course, I'm screenshotting it and yeah. sending it to all like, my, my fans. <laughs> That's so funny. I have fans that are really close with me on, on Instagram, and I'll share yeah. with them. Like, did you see this? They're like, oh my God. That's, I'm so That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big deal, you know. Yeah, it's a huge step. Congratulations again. Just, to, just, to, just for yeah, fun. 100% and, I'm and excited to get that, my signed. I'm excited to get my signed copy of Vampirella that will be, C, you know, CBC, CGC nine eights that I promise <laughs> I won't sell. Nine wink, eight. Wink, we, have, wink, we have to get our five hundred dollars. We have to get our witness signatures. Yes, we do. <laughs> Nine eight. Well, the company that is actually uh, doing this, they're called Get Slabbed, and they do all of that. They do handle yeah. the uh, the slabbing, obviously, and all of that stuff. Um, and anyone can reach out to them. 
to pre-order or more information on it um, by just via email, get slabbed up at gmail.com. Nice. Perfect. Cool. So, yeah. So, so what's the best way for people to reach out to you and connect with you? Right now, I have a website that is up that is super new and terrible, but it's part of, you know, being an artist, you know, <laughs> that handles their own website. Um, but it, it has like contact information. It does have some um, commissions that I did do in the past so people can get an idea of how much I charge. And those aren't the real exact prices because I'm not dumb. I'm not going to put the real price on there. I just want to give people an example of why something would cost $150 compared to something that would be $75. You can see yeah. how much work is in one and everything is different. So if you ask yeah. me to draw Spider-Man, obviously I'm going to charge more because <laughs> I draw like him. So I will, you know. What is that, I, what is that website? It's called uh, lulalucas.com. So L-U-L-A-L-U-K-A-S, like Sam.com. Cool. So, I'll so, make sure to put that in the notes too. Yeah. yeah. You could also reach out to me direct message via Instagram uh, at lovebylula.com. Ooh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. I was a big fan of the movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, and here's a picture of you and Todd. That's so cool. Oh, my God. You got to watch the video. It's so yeah. funny. You got to watch the video of, of what he said to me and stuff. Um, yeah, it was a great experience. I'm so really lucky and, and fortunate. You know, and I really can't wait to get back into that world again. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all of us feel the same way. We're all dying, right, to get yeah. back. So. <laughs> kind of like, yeah. Gotta take care all right, of well, this is awesome. Thank this you. Yeah, if, uh, if so you need anything. We'll have to do this again? Yeah, and de definitely, I want to hear from you guys with your suggestions, so... <laughs> Oh, we'll think about it. Don't worry. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me know. I have, this I have something bubbling. I don't know. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Send me some pictures, whatever you want. Um, thank you for having me, guys. I really Thank you so much it. for joining us. We're excited. Thank for you the so book. much for joining us and good luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Lula, for that awesome interview. That was a really good time. Absolutely. Great. Thank I you. love talking to her. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, to check out that cover. Oh my god, yeah! I realize we yeah. have Corella. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Great. Story, right, shall man. we shall we move on to our closing out segments? Sure. Yes, this is sure. a new a new segment. Another new segment. Yeah, kind of new. It's a, it's a, it's in line with our top five that we're doing, but we're trying to go a little more specific, <laughs> you know, rather than just do top five movies or something like that. So. Yeah. yeah, this is this, this is making me read more and think about books that I've read in yeah. the past, which is really tough because I forget a lot of them. Yeah. So today's topic <laughs> yeah. is going to be the top five most disappointing story arc endings. If you okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think we. I all, hope I. I hope I. I hope I get this right. I'm not going to start it first though. <laughs> all right. You want to go first, TC, or me? You go first. All right. Oh. So. Did you read Walking Dead, Jim? Oh, yeah. Do you remember All Out War? Yes. Didn't that like was the story arc that got me to stop reading Walking Dead. <laughs> it was... I, I, think I, I think I stopped about the same time. It was like 12 issues long. It was hyped for about six months and then took a year to come out because it was 12 issues. 
and it was I don't remember like very very specific plot points because I pushed it out of my head because it sucked but it was essentially just like Rick and his team and Negan and his team they do like a big war for like 12 issues and at the end of it like Negan's just captured and he's thrown in a jail cell and that was it that was like what all 12 issues led up to it was like the biggest build-up ever for the least amount of payoff I've ever seen in a comic. And I put that issue down and I was like, I'm not reading this anymore. <laughs> and at that point I had read 130 issues or whatever it was at that point. So for me to stop at that point is, you know, <laughs> I just hate that when it's like the build up and everything. And then it just totally doesn't stick the landing at the end. And they lose it. Yeah. And they, and they usually lose it in like one issue. Or even it, like half the issue. It's like, like the last issue what? always. It's, like it's going, it's going, and then something happens, yeah. something, and then it just ends. I think that happens to a lot of storylines. I mean, pretty much, I think I all would of them. Say, yeah. That's how it usually happens. And that's the reason I don't like about my next ninety percent. Yeah. About ninety percent, I feel, are like the last issue. Like, oh, I'm really enjoying this until like the final payout, and the final payout, crap. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yep. I don't know if that's because they were rushed we'll or because go- they, you know. Got, got just got carried away and didn't know how to tie it up, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Go next? It's, it's I gotta go next. I said, Who wants to go next? That means you, that means go, you next. go next. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll go next. So, you know, this 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 one took a while, it, it the whole arc sucked. <laughs> so, um, Superman New Krypton, I'm not sure if you guys read that, back read in the day. That so, New Krypton. New Krypton, you know, it, it was a great story, you know, basically behind the sun, you know, New Krypton came out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mon-El, which was part of the Jor-El's family, he was released from the Phantom Zone and everything was good, you know. And then the next arc after that was called Grounded. And that's when Superman came back to Earth because, he, you know, he was off planet during this whole New Krypton side. He was at Krypton. This new arc started called Grounded basically had Superman walk from one side of these states to the other. There was no flying involved. He walked. He walked the entire Forrest Gump road. What? Um, he used no powers. There were no, there were no enemies in this. There were no bad guys or villains. He basically, it was basically was it just like, like him talking to people? Talking to people and helping out the locals as he was walking through. So a Walking Dead episode. Uh, pretty much just walking and talking <laughs> so i think this i think this went on for like 12 maybe 13 issues of him just walking across the united states <laughs> and not using his powers i mean here we got the when one did of this come powerful. out oh my god uh it was before the new 52 so it was oh, in the 2000s though yeah in the 2000s yeah, it's called Grounded. 2008 um, was New Krypton. It, it, so. issue, what, issue 701 is when it started. Oh, interesting. 700. 700. So it was just basically him walking. And him just talking to people and helping out the locals on the way without using his powers. There was issue, you know, they so this was wearing him. his uniform. It's... <laughs> What's that? So this wasn't like... Uh, an ending you just hated the whole story the whole freaking yeah the whole the whole 12 years <laughs> well I'm sure horrible. you accepted you, ex, you accepted expected some sort of payoff and then there was nothing <laughs> and, you know the, the problem with the problem when you're, when you're reading a story arc like this and when the first issue sucked and then you go like okay it's gonna get better 
You read the second one. Okay, it's going to get better. He's going to do something. Third one. Okay, I'm still sticking with this. I'm going to go with it. You know, issue 15, you're like, oh, this just blew donkey. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was so bad. <laughs> and, and I and I don't understand why they just have him walk. And That's funny. I, I, I don't get That's it. That's a good pick. I, I never would have guessed that you would say that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, trust me, I, lo- I love the whole, I love Superman, but with him just walking across the United States, I can really care less about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sounds like a good okay. pick. Uh, All right, so for mine, I know I've mentioned countless times that I've read all of Amazing Spider-Man, and there have been some pretty bad ones. So I was originally going to pick the Clone Saga, but it was kind of like that one where the whole thing was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to pick that one. Instead, I'm going to pick One More Day. Have you read that yet, Matt? The no, one more day I, haven't, I haven't read anything like 400 up until like 700. So basically, Aunt May, who Brand at New Day was the reboot, like right? Kind of. Yeah, it was after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aunt May, who at this point is like 150, they were finally going to. She was 150 in the first dude, issue. <laughs> dude, she, I, I was giving her 80, and now she's about 150. So uh, they was like, all right, finally, like, like honestly, at this point, Aunt May needs to go. Like there's Aunt May serves no purpose in the Spider-Man universe anymore. I, I just don't understand why she's still alive. But to make the way it ends to have Aunt May survive, he gives up his marriage to Mary Jane, which to me in the nineties was the to, to Mephisto. Like Mephisto says, I'll let her live. And like I don't even know why he's involved. Like Mephisto randomly gets involved and he just Everybody, oh, I'm sorry. And it's also everybody forgets he's Spider-Man. So like everyone who knew he was Spider-Man forgets. So nobody knows he's Spider-Man anymore. Um, I think later on they tell you that like Mary Jane whispers something and she says, I still want to know though. So she's the only one, but everyone else forgets Peter Parker's Spider-Man because like after the Civil War, he reveals who he is and that's why Aunt May got shot. But, you know, to let her live, and and wipe out the fact that everyone knows he's Spider-Man. Like they have to like take away the marriage. So it was just so dumb. And like my favorite part of Spider-Man is <laughs> his other half, which is Mary Jane. So yeah. it was it was one Dude, of my some of my favorite, some of my favorite Spider-Man movie. books are the Re- Renew Your Vows stuff. So I definitely would not like. Oh, it, <laughs> it was really good. I liked it until they they made her a lot older. The kid, like when, like towards the end of the renew your vows, when they like brought her into like high school, I feel like yeah. I, I liked it. A little no, I liked when she was like a seven year old, eight year old. It was really cool. Yeah, it was awesome, and I, and I love that dynamic. That's how they should have went yeah. in like the actual storyline, but they try to stay away from like the family stuff. I guess. Yeah. Um, but that was my pick. Uh, nice. One more day. Nice. All right, so my pick. All right, so we have two more left, right? Yes, we do. So I'll, I'll go one. All right. Do, does everybody else have one? I do. I was. I, I hope so. Yeah, I was struggling between a few, but I figured out the one that I hated the most out of this, and we had already talked about it because we did a book club on it. Civil War. Okay. okay. Really amazing series. Loved it until the last issue. This whole big battle in the last. I can see it now. Yeah, they're they're doing yeah. this and they're they're fighting. The Captain America is so 
still like, you know, sticking to his word and what he thought this whole time. He's not letting in. He's not letting in this entire, the entire story. Nothing that anybody says or does gets to him. And all of a sudden it just clicks mid battle. He looks around. He's like, wait, this isn't the right way. They're right. Arrest me. I was like, what? <laughs> that was the most abrupt yeah. ending ever. I don't know. Do you guys see it. that or yeah. not? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. I don't know. That pissed me off. <laughs> I, I'm not, I wasn't, no, a, big, I wasn't I, a big fan of that storyline anyway. You know, I, I feel like the first time I read it, I, I, I liked it a lot more. The second time, I probably liked it a little less, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, all right, Jim. You want you want to do the last one? Uh, let me see if I get this right. Okay, so it's it's an it's another Superman. <laughs> um, it was Superman. Superman. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aquaman, but he hasn't had any story arcs. No, no, he had a really bad one. The one where he turned <laughs> into a squid. The one where he turned into a squid. He turned into a squid. It was. The, the sword, the sword of the Atlantean, I think was called. It was really bad, really, really bad, awful, awful, <laughs> awful, 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 awful. I don't remember much. But I remember reading it. And I'm like, this was stupid. They, they, it wasn't even one of my picks. It was, it was. He turned into a squid, so he's basically squid face, and then he dies, and then they kill him. He gets killed. It's a weird storyline. I hated it. No, this was um, God. What was the Superman? Goes into the sun. He dies. Uh, Lex Luthor takes his powers. Then he realizes that, oh my God, Superman, he was doing good and we should have been doing good in the very first place. I forget the name. They did a movie up. Final Front... No. Oh, I can't remember. It's now. not New Frontier. It's a... Uh, not, not New Frontier. It was... Uh, they made a movie? I can't remember. Oh, like an animated yeah, movie? Yeah, there was a cartoon. Kingdom Come? Yeah, it was an animated... Say again? Kingdom Come? No, it wasn't Kingdom Come. Oh, God. I knew I was going to forget this. I, you know, I was thinking about it last night and this morning, and I was trying to remember it, but it, it what, drew, what, what threw me off, I don't remember. Well, well, let me back it up. I'll even give okay. you a, a different one. How about the killing joke? How about nobody's killing Ooh, joke? Ooh, interesting killing take. Joke. I want to hear this. Okay. The ending of that book, I, it's, it still drives me nuts to this day. So oh. it, ends up, it ends up with basically... Batman and, and the Joker, Batman's holding him, and they just start laughing. And he they tells laugh. the joke. They ended it with them both. Well, they what? They, he, Joker was telling the joke, and then they just laughed, and then it ended. Yeah, and they just laughed. And, you know, it's one of those, I understand the ending. I mean, the ending can go both ways. Some say that, you know, Batman killed the Joker, but you never actually see it. You don't, you don't see the, yeah. you know, if he, that, that ending really bothered me because it was such a great storyline and then to end it without any kind of outcome to it so are you not into ambiguous endings no that that, you know i think that book would have been a little bit more powerful if they had some kind of better ending to it i don't know what it could have been it could have been you know maybe batman did kill the joker like show that like let's close this storyline down because i mean you gotta figure joker did some horrible things in this book i mean he 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 shot barbara gordon he Mm -hmm technically did something else to her like there was so let me ask you this graphic thing if that because the last panel i remember this you just see their feet and he's holding him right you see right and then it well the last yes but the last panel i think the last panel is you just see a road or the street 
it was yeah. bricks from what I remember. And yeah. then just the water cause it was raining. And then yeah. that's what it kind of ends at. So if they, you know, put, and, if, like, and then if, there's no laughter, the, the, the laughter kind of just dies. Yeah. So, so you're under, you could, you could go both ways. You could be, maybe he killed him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't. They just laughed and that's how they So ended. if they had put something like a little, like a, like a, what did they do in a, in a Spidey 121 when Gwen Stacy died? They just put the word snap next to her neck. Yes, that was when I, I, they didn't though. I, I think they retconned that. I'm, well, I'm saying if they did something like that and put like a snap and you like it's implied that yeah. like Batman broke his neck or something, do you feel like you would have liked it better like that? If it's I, like short, maybe, maybe that's me. Maybe I mean, some people like I would think I could see it both ways. I could see it being okay, you know, let's keep it a mystery. Let's, you know, let's guess maybe this is what he did. Yeah. I just I didn't like the way it was ended. I just, you know, with him. Batman's Interesting take. You know, wow. The laughing thing was weird. He's not a laughing guy. Batman shouldn't be laughing. Yeah. You know, he should be laughing if he's dead. You know what I mean? Uh, it just it threw me off with that book. Interesting. I like your picks tonight, Jim. That's good. I didn't expect either of those. I like I like that Gordon kind of is the one who's supposed to break in that situation and he doesn't. Like he stays to like the law. And I always enjoyed that. It was weird, like the Batman laughing was weird but i mean i think it was i think there's a lot of like you know supposed symbology there and i think what they're trying to do or at least the way i interpreted it was batman was actually getting the final laugh on him on the i get that yes yeah but it it was weird i i I, I get what you're what you're saying yeah alan moore is very I, th- I think Alan Moore's a genius, but he's an acquired taste for people. He's not for everybody. Oh, he's out there. But listen, I like that story. I I think it was it was a good story. But I mean, have you guys I read Saga read of the Swamp Thing? Uh, some of it. You should. It's 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 really good. I I was reading it when I had uh, DC Universe, and then I stopped paying for it <laughs> because that app was crap. Yeah. All right, but this was uh this is good. Top five. Nice. Top five most disappointing story. Nice. Right. It's gonna drive me nuts about the Superman. I do apologize to people. It I you know, maybe we'll do another episode where I'll 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 get my facts on Make that. Make a post about it later. I wanna I wanna know which one it is and what the hell what yeah. the hell happened. <laughs> I will yeah, make, definitely make a post about it later. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, good guys. <laughs> on DFTG. Yes. Alright, cool. Alright, we good, we good, we good for this episode right. then? Let's kill it. Yeah, make sure people are following us wherever we uh, wherever we're followed. Don't feed the geeks at Li Comic Guys. Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that mm-hmm. jazz. Hit us up. Listen, and we're gonna share, have, subscribe, like, more, comment. And we're gonna have <laughs> and we're gonna have more stuff on YouTube hopefully soon. Yes, working on it. Yeah, maybe, probably, maybe, hopefully. J- JJ says this weekend, so maybe in a couple months. jerk alright guys well remember until next time don't be the geeks